0: All right, it's your boy Jay Barber with Studio Noise, working in conjunction with Stay Home Gallery. Uh, they got a nice little curatorial program going on where they got one of my girls, Jasmine Wilson. She curated a show called Inward. And Inward is described as an I- exhibition inspired by our collective isolation and intimate encounters with ourselves. Inward centers the work of artists who confront their beauty, identity, and personal struggles through portraiture. And I'm so pleased to have one of the artists in the show with me miss meredith elder how are you doing girl
1: i'm good i'm good thanks for having me
0: yeah for sure It's it always great to talk to like all the artists from the show and get a little bit more insight on their work and and how it's reflective of the theme and all that good stuff so tell me a little bit about yourself before we get started
1: yeah um i have been in atlanta for the past i guess three years now um grew up originally in Northeast Georgia and like the Appalachian foothills, but uh, I spent some time in Athens for school and then made my way over to Atlanta. So I've been here for a minute now. Um, Yeah, and then my art practice has always been there ever since I was young. It's kind of something I've explored a lot of different options for myself in terms of work or you know, meaning, uh, and that's just something that I can't shake and will always be a part of my life. So, um, yeah, that's that's the the basis.
0: Oh no, nah, that, that means you're a true artist. <laughs> that's and the so, story. You know, I yeah. try to ignore it and I can't. So, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's that means you are official <laughs> in <laughs> terms of how we do it. That's what's up, yo. So you um, go, dogs. What did you do out at UGA?
1: Oh, uh, I pursued like advertising and grady but um i did an art minor because i didn't really let you do that until the very end and mm-hmm. then at the very end i was like well guess i'm doing it so <laughs> i added this on and uh, i'm really glad that i did because yeah you know just once you get out and start working things just look a lot different and you explore all these different options and like I said before, that's the one thing that I can't seem to shake, and I actually have, you know, a full passion for. So, uh, yeah, that's that was my my life in Athens.
0: Nah, that was up yo. And So you were in Athens, and then you only were here in Atlanta for like two years before the pandemic hit. What was life like right before everything kind of went crazy?
1: Um, it was. I, it was already kind of a challenging time for me in my life. I was, I mean, I will say that I was working probably like 50 hours a week. So I kind of actually helped at the time, (laughs) um, in terms of having stability and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting because I think for me, and you know, that's a bunch of, that's a whole different rabbit hole, but, there was already a lot of change about to happen in my life at that time. And mm. then COVID kind of just, uh, any illusion that I had of stability got immediately uh, wiped.
0: Right. It was
1: totally, uh, it was probably already moving towards needing a fresh slate in a lot of ways, but, mm. um, you know, COVID definitely decided that one for me. So, right.
0: Yeah. You know, Kind of accelerated that whole process.
1: Yeah, it did. It did. Um, and I think that's the story for a lot of people, you know, Yeah. but, uh, it, um, it hit hard for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how did you, how did you, how did your quarantine look like? What was your situation?
1: Yeah. So I was living, I was originally living with roommates and, um, basically my, I was in the food and bev industry and, you know, we all lost our jobs and I think a lot of people, in that industry, you know, I was working like 50 hours a week. I, a lot of us were kind of deciding, is this really what we were wanting to do? Because I originally got in it so that I could do my art, and it turned out I wasn't at all because of, you know, my workload and just um, a lot of other things. But so that kind of came to an end, and I was unemployed, and then, uh, you know, I had a relationship that ended. Um, so that was a part of the picture. And then on top of that, my, um, home situation with my roommates, basically there was so much construction happening around. I I had to find a whole new place to live. So it was kind of like, all at once, you know, everything that had been established was no longer established. And, um, I decided to take, to try to live alone, which like financially was, um, Made no sense, but I was kind of like, I need this one thing and then I can work on getting everything else in line. so I decided to do that, which is a very interesting time to decide to live alone um, during COVID. So uh, made for interesting art for sure. And that was sort of my situation
0: so what role did art play in this whole transition with you like so you would talk about how you were in the food and bath not really having a lot of time dedicated to your artwork when did art start to manifest in this whole like whirlwind of of what you were going
1: through uh one thing whenever i moved i it's always been something like the dream is to live in a place where i have a a dedicated space to do my art, you know, mm-hmm. uh, before it was all set up on my porch. That's the American which...
0: dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
1: but before it was set up on, on my porch, which is just a really awful scenario because, you know, everything just gets destroyed and whatnot. But whenever I decided to take the leap and try to live alone, I had this corner, very small, albeit, but still a very dedicated corner to have. To shove all of my art stuff in and, you know, sit there and have it devoted to that. So that for me, the way my brain works was just really important to in terms of making time and um, feeling motivated to sit down and do it. Mm -hmm. So that was a big turn. Um, But also, yeah, again, I keep turning back to the fact that uh, there it was forced isolation there was this like blank slate that happened whether I wanted it to or not. Uh, And then for me, turning inward is more so in the past, it's been a lot about building of the self, but I couldn't really do that, you know? So Mm. this time turning inward was a lot of letting go more so.
0: Yeah. So it looked different. Yeah. I love, I love that. So which one of these pieces did you create first? in this, in this town?
1: They were kind of happening at the same time, but, um, wax coat, rubber neck and a thing in the bush. That's the blue larger one. Mm -hmm. That's the one that I created first.
0: So tell us how that came about and especially the title, which is (laughs) supreme, supremely interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also write poetry, which again is like mostly personal and for myself and, So a lot of times I combine the two or like, I'll use something for a name and they really don't make sense together. It's very stream of consciousness, but they do for me, you know what I mean? They were happening at the same time. Yeah, Poem might've been happening at the same time that this picture was happening. Um, Yeah. So in terms of the name, that's it. It just connects to some poetry I was writing at the time. And uh, in my, Mix of thoughts, it just seemed right. So that's where that came from. Uh, and then what was your other question? Oh, what was happening at the time? Or yeah, what is yeah, this?
0: yeah. Just how to, what went into the piece and how you kind of came about it.
1: Yeah. Um, it's again, it's hard when painting portraits or self portraiture or, or I don't know, even this concept of N word. It's, I would like to think that when I'm painting it's it's more this process of letting go because I do I don't really want to paint the self so much but it is kind of this I don't want to paint the self but you have to bleed your own experiences you know mm-hmm. so that just is what happens on the canvas but but uh, Wax coat, rubber neck, and a thing in the bush was painted during a time when I had just moved into this new space from my old space. And I will say part of the reason I moved personally was just uh, personal issues and safety concerns mm. in regards to my home and like previous domestic situations uh, in terms of leaving relationships and needing to move to a new space. Mm,
0: yeah, I completely um, understand that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So... Basically, when I moved, I had, it was a very, like, paranoid time in my life, to be quite honest. COVID was happening. I was alone. I just had to leave this difficult situation. I didn't really often feel safe within my home. Um, So, unfortunately, it was like a paranoia that was warranted in a lot of aspects. So, um, I found that dealing with these warranted anxieties made the process... You know, normally moving into a new place can be really enjoyable because you're like decorating, Mm -hmm. you're making it your own. But I had this extra layer that made it all so much more complicated. And you know, whether I wanted to paint that or not, that's kind of what came out. And so that was me trying to capture the complexities, the positives and negatives of that situation. Um, But yeah, it's a lot of mundane items that you find in a home, plus a lot of Fear mixed in that. So
0: It's it's funny. I i didn't notice the fear until you just said it to me. Like for some reason for yeah. I I saw it as like moving through the space like, you know, when you get a new place or somewhere you buy yourself and you, then you get the license to walk around naked you know what I'm saying or, or naked <laughs> I mean, especially in your picture naked too. in socks yeah. you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. I mean exactly it's both so
0: um, yeah. yeah so I was you know, I was thinking about this... I was thinking about that and like a little bit of but now that when you said it like she is like looking out of the window like wondering yeah. if somebody caught her like in uh-huh. this moment of freedom and expression that you think you have like maybe you're not alone like um, oh, that's interesting that's a great yeah. a great twist when you just said that
1: yeah. And again, it's kind of like, it, I'm glad that that's like a subtle thing that someone doesn't capture immediately, you know, uh-huh. um, but yeah, that's definitely there. And uh, part of being alone too is just, you know, and then letting go is this sense of, I, I, I felt like a lot of people probably dealt with this is just in terms of being anyone that was like truly alone all of COVID, it was you know a lot of inward time that you probably didn't want to sign up for that much (laughs) so there was a lot of people reflecting on their realities and realities you know getting really twisted and weird and you just having to ride through that and Hope you make it through on the other side <laughs> with some sanity. So yeah. uh there's definitely a lot of that in there as well.
0: That was up, yo. Tell us about the second piece called Portals.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um again, uh I really like I, I found recently what I really like to paint is figures and our figures and just mundane items for several reasons. I I think that both of those, when I'm talking about turning inward as a form of letting go rather than a form of finding the self, I think that those two things, you know, I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent here. No, no, but go
0: for it. Yeah. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. But when, when, I'm trying to turn inward and let go. There was something I used to always try to find the self and then in COVID, it just became really apparent on many aspects why that can be problematic, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think basically, you know, you learned and especially in like the instant, institutional art world that your art needs to be significant or it needs to, you know, be really unique. And I just think, and you're taught that in life too, you know, you want to be significant, and you want to be really unique. But I think during COVID it was very obvious for at least to me that like those aren't really always something sometimes that's really problematic to pursue. And you know, um, Because you're not going to... By pursuing something else, you'll be more likely to think of the community or think of yourself in this larger net. I just didn't prioritize those things anymore. I was, for the first time, starting to let go of needing to have this really significant or really unique Hmm. art, which was really freeing in a way. So in that, I just wanted to paint the really mundane... (laughs) <laughs> that was the things around me. Those were just figures. And um, what kept it interesting is I just wanted to paint figures and really, you know, unique positions or contorted um, stances. And then just, and again, I don't fully know why, but I think that it had a lot to do with me just wanting to paint something really devoid of meaning (laughs) (laughs) because I kind of had to do that in the rest of my life. Right. But, um, specifically, I actually had a phone model so that way I could like have, I sent her a bunch, a bunch of memes and pictures and was just like, Hey, can you just send me like some really, you know, like interesting contortions or whatever. Cause I didn't want to, paint myself i guess and i wanted to paint the figures pretty accurately but um yeah with portals i guess my personal story even if it wasn't my figure was very much embedded into that one uh, i had to move you know i was no longer in a relationship my employment was done my finances were strained to say the least so everything that i'd built for myself wasn't there any longer hmm uh, and I was grieving that and it was a long road back to moving on and finding a new chapter and
0: no, breadcrumbs
1: were like milestones. So just it's, it's kind of like one door opens, another one closes until, you know, something happens.
0: And yeah, now, I think it, it's something about your sense of self, which you don't always acknowledge, uh, is, a, is a lot tied to circumstance. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. like the, even like the accumulation of objects that you have and the place that you live, the, the friends, the relationships, like all this stuff uh, contributes to that. So uh, it seems like you were thrown into like a different situation where you had to consider everything that you thought was you was not necessarily you, but you right. were still there. So you're looking for a way to, to redefine it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. While well, also knowing that there was like purpose and, sometimes the definition isn't like the definition isn't, definition of self isn't going to save you either though.
0: Right. You know? Right.
1: So trying to hold those two complicated truths and almost on the surface, like combating truths together.
0: And so was that leading you to question some things about your art too? Cause it sounds like it's a little bit of that, like some expectations that you thought or goals that you had in the process of making art you didn't necessarily want to work towards those goals either, like of doing something spectacular, quote unquote spectacular, you know? Or yeah, like super yeah. unique. Like the the just the was the the process of art that was calling to you more than kind of this other um abstract kind of kind of goal or, or that we put on to each other that we have to somehow make this wonderful masterpiece of, of such significance that the world pauses <laughs> when they see it.
1: Right. Uh. Exactly. I mean, the same thing was happening in my life, and also happening in the way that I approached my art, where I was just having to let go of a bunch of preconceived notions or previous ideas um, about the way that I operate in the operated in the world without much new to grab onto. Mm. Yeah. The same thing was happening in both, and that was me just trying to navigate that space.
0: And do you think, like going through the process of making these paintings and and doing the work and all this other stuff, did you find out something new about yourself?
1: Oh, um, for sure, I don't know if I could put it into uh yes, I would say that overall like this this force letting go in a way has. Kind of, I don't know. I I would find myself to be a little more, and I I hesitate saying it, like spiritual in a way. Mm. And this, I mean, mm-hmm. this is coming from a person that used to be much more individualistic and secular in mindset. So me saying that it's very um, <laughs> lightly treaded. And again, I don't like to like. I found my artwork to be very personal work and very grounding work and almost connecting me in this letting go I was connecting more to this larger larger net I guess Mm, I would say mm -hmm. like this larger community this larger universe you know um I think a lot of people felt more found ways to connect to this larger picture in COVID in ways that they never thought that they would or could but overall so overall I'd say that I like have become a little more spiritual in a sense but again i i get really hesitant about uh that becoming too contrived
0: <laughs> right 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 so, right
1: so i tread lightly when i talk about that but i will say that in the letting go you just there was a point that that feels not so scary anymore right you know you see yourself as part of this larger thing
0: right uh, it, that's interesting, yo, because it, it did, um, force a lot of people to get off of the, the hamster wheel, right? Yeah. And as yeah. you, as you remove yourself from that and everything that you like going back to what we said before, everything that you thought you were about, um, and you're left with a blank slate, as you said, like, what are the things that you feel you need to give yourself meaning? And so like you're touching on that little bit of, of that spirituality, that little bit of connection to like something different as something that you may have wanted all along and that you never, never had room to actually re- really consider.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a start for sure. And again, I think I'll always probably operate from this point of not wanting to define it because yeah. in my personal experience, the more I try to define it, the more it's just as goes in this direction i don't like yeah. but um on that note i still think it'll you were saying searching for meaning i do think that's just a part of the human experience yeah <laughs> that i'll be dealing with my entire life you know i don't really have any answers in regard to they were out of covid unfortunately i can't say that i found any groundbreaking <laughs> <laughs> answers about life. I wish that I could
0: say that. No, nah, but, but, but that's okay too, right?
1: I've got some mechanisms, I guess, <laughs> that, that are a little healthier than my previous ones. So. Nah,
0: and that's okay too. You know, what I'm saying yeah. you. You know, I I always hate those people that be like, you know. um Uh, Such and such wrote Moby Dick during the pandemic. It's like, yo, whatever, yo, I'm not trying to, that's not my standard, yo. Like I I made it through that and I'm, and I survived. And I, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like whatever lesson you get out of that and however you consider it. I think we are only just getting to the point where we can look back and really like truly examine what we've been through.
1: I know. I don't. I don't even think I'm there yet. So yeah. Words, exactly. I feel, yeah. You know, yes. Yeah, so I you... kind of. I wish I could answer, or I wish I could say I let go, and then I found something else. But I can only say <laughs> that I let go. <laughs> that's all that I can. Feel yes. That's happened to me. Yes.
0: Everything else to be determined. I love it, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I. I hope that people can uh, keep track of you guys see as you still use art to go through this journey with you.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I'll I'll still be making things. I don't know what they'll be and again like <laughs> <they> can... <laughs> but uh they'll there'll be something on the canvas all along, you know. I can't like I said in the beginning, I can't really shake that that part of myself, no matter how hard I try.
0: Absolutely. I love it, Joe. Telling people where they can keep track of you.
1: Yeah, so I have a website, which I need to probably update.
0: um, (laughs) We all need. (laughs) I know,
1: I can't keep up, but uh, it's my name, meredithelder.com. But probably my Instagram is a better place to keep track of just, I mean, who I am, so you can see how that connects with my art, my poetry's on there too, and my handle's at meldera, uh, M-Elder-A, basically. So those are the two main places, my website and my Instagram in terms of keeping track of my process.
0: That's what's up, yo. And thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you. Great talking with you.
0: That's it for this special episode of Studio Noise. Just think of these special episodes as the mini artist talk to go along with the show, the virtual online exhibition, inward You can find it at stayhomegallery.com slash exhibitions slash inward. So check out the work from the show. Come back, listen to the artists for the show. It's all a good time, baby. <laughs> That's what we do. And of course, if you like what you hear, you want to hear more? For Studio Noise, we got over 117 episodes in the archive ready for you to check out. Just waiting. All the artists, black artists that you want to know, that you need to know, right here on The Noise. We sure do appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Come back. Hear the rest of the artists in the show. Come back for more noise, and we'll see y'all next time. Appreciate you.